What's up, y'all? This is David, a.k.a. Mr. Beluga91 here, with another podcast episode. This is my episode two, technically three, I guess, because I made an intro, but I don't really consider that an episode. This is podcast episode two, and before we get started, I just want to say thank y'all to those who listen to the podcast, and uh, if you make it all the way through, I appreciate it. If you don't, that's cool, too. But anyway, let's move it along. Today, we're going to be discussing animals. And also, I have my first guest on the podcast. It is my sister. Say what's up. Hi. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about animals today. And I know that my sister here really loves animals and plans on getting into a career with them, hopefully. And I got a couple of questions here for her that uh, I would like her to answer for us. So, why do you like animals? Because um, they're, easy, they're easy to be around. Anything else? I I'm mean, sorry. yeah, they, they, like, they do have a tendency to be really rude at first, but it's easier to get along with them than with people. Yeah, I mean, I guess I understand your point there. They are kind of easy because, I mean, if... They like you, they like you really quick. And then if they don't, they really don't. Yeah. Like, I feel that Kiko kind of disrespects me sometimes. He doesn't like I, you. Yeah. For those who don't know, Kiko's the pit bull of the house. He's a, a pretty cool dude. You could see him on my YouTube, Mr. Beluga91. But uh, he don't really like me that much, if I'm being honest. He always bites me, even though I treat him really well. No. But, yeah. No, you don't. He don't like me. And uh, if you hear, like, background noise or wind, by the way, before we keep this moving along, I'm actually doing this podcast outside rather than in my normal recording spot, which is my shed. So we're going to keep it going along here. So my next question is, what are your favorite animals? Um, my favorite animal, like, my, my really, my, the one that's at the top is the capybara. Why, why the capybara? Um, because I like rodents, and they're like the biggest rodent in the world. That's horrible. I hate rodents. We'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but uh, the capybara, what makes the capybara so unique to you? Well... Besides it being a rodent. Yeah, besides it being a rodent, when you look up capybaras and you see how they act, usually you'll see pictures of them just hanging out and chilling with other animals, like with alligators and birds and cats and dogs. And that's why I like Wait, them. Hold up. With they cats get, and dogs. Yeah, if you look it up, like capybaras get along with multiple animal species. They're just really okay with the different animals. So you're able to have a capybara as a pet? In some places, yeah, you can keep them as pets. I did not know that. That's pretty cool, I guess. So, <laughs> voice crack. But like, if, if you were able to keep a capybara, would you? Um, yeah, but I would just need, like, a pool and stuff, some, like, a pool for it to swim in, and a lot of space for it to just be existing. True. So, I, f I feel that you know a lot about capybara, so, what do, what does a capybara eat in its daily routine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a pig, honestly, it'll just eat, like, vegetables and stuff, like lettuce and apples and whatnot. So, it's just a, a vegetarian? Yeah. Or herbivore? Yeah. I know my animal knowledge. But anyway, yeah, so the capybara, I mean, I've seen them. They're not my least favorite looking rodent because, I mean, to me, they look like a hybrid between a pig and a dog, honestly. But, uh, They yeah. look like brown fluffy hippos. That squealing, if y'all hear that squealing in the back, that's our neighbor's pig. He's just chilling. He's not chilling, he's screaming. I'm sorry, he's just hearing that thing. Yeah. I think he's inside and they're probably holding him. Because he tends to do that whenever they squeal. He doesn't like people holding him. Yeah. Sorry about that. We got a little sidetracked with the, the pig. So if you hear him in the background, it sounds like he's inside being held. So, <laughs> so yeah. Don't be alarmed by Yeah, they're that. not harming him. They're, they're just they're trying to hold him. him. They let him back outside. There he is. Oh, yeah. He's outside now. He's chilling. 
So yeah, sorry about that, you know. A little bit of uh, of that going on here. And um I guess we'll go on to my next question. So so we all know that there's shows out there dedicated specifically to animals like on Discovery Channel, even cartoons. Yeah. So what would you say are some of your favorite shows that have to do with animals like as like their main topic? I really like the Octonauts. The Octonauts. Yeah, I so, like Describe the Octonauts to the audience. Sure. For people who have never seen or heard of the Octonauts, the, the Oct I'm sorry, the little cat's being dumb. The the Octonauts are basically this cartoon of these uh, different types of animals who go like underwater and they live in like this big submarine type octopus thing, and they go around and discovering different like sea animals and like learning about them. So it's a show based on aquatic. Animals. Yeah. Which is kind of ironic because I'm afraid of the ocean. <laughs> Why are you afraid of the ocean if you don't mind me asking? Um, I'm afraid of three different things of the ocean. I'm afraid of sharks, I'm afraid of open bodies of water, and I'm afraid of drowning. Interesting. That's why I don't swim in pools either. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to change that when we set up the pool. So, the Octonauts. So, what do... So, let me say let me think so how do they go about teaching the animals oh so like they'll have like a little setup in the cartoon where it's like oh we found this animal we don't know what it is and like there's this otter character and he's like the scientist of the group and he'll be like oh when it's finally the last minute and everyone's getting attacked and he like gets like bit or he gets hit or they finally revealed the creature. He finally gives up the knowledge of what it is, and that's how they go about teaching it. He's he doesn't a, come in clutch for anyone. He's a pretty messed up dude, then, man. I don't like him. So all the characters in the show have different traits. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I want to quiz you on this Oh, one. no. <laughs> so, like, do each of the... So, what are the names of each character, I should so, say? So, there's... And then give... Sorry. Okay. But then give a description about what they do. Yeah, so there's the captain of the Octonaut squad, whatever. His name is Captain Barnacles. He's a polar bear, and he basically is the leader of the Octonauts. And then there's a medical assistant on the Octonauts team. He's a little penguin, and his name is Pestle. And... There's a cat, he used to be a pirate, and he joined the Octonauts to just help him out and just, like, I don't know, be helpful. I don't really know what he does. He's just there. He, What he does is he messes up their boats and their submarines. That's True. what he does. What's his name? His name is Quasi. Quasi. And there's this professor character. He's the one who's... He's kind of like the otter I was talking about. The otter's name is Shellington. They both know a lot about animals, but this mm -hmm. guy is more of like, he reads the books and like, if they're trying to find like, different, if they're talking about, like sometimes they'll talk about sea creatures, like myths, like yeah. the Loch Ness Monster and stuff. He'll have books on that or like specific creatures that they can't figure out. It's mm -hmm. either him who reveals what the animal is or that otter Shellington. True. You're forgetting about another character. No, I'm not. I'm yes, getting... you are. No, there's two more. Oh, right. I'm going to get to them. There's Tweak, and she's a rabbit. She's basically the inventor of the team. She's the one who made the Octonauts, like, a squid thing they live in. Yeah. And she just, like, builds them submarines and stuff. And the last one, her name is Dashi. She's like a little dog. <laughs> and she's like a photographer. She's the one who takes the pictures of all the creatures and stuff. It's interesting, but you're still forgetting a character. I know you're gonna say turnip. <laughs> yep. So he, I don't, I don't even know what turnip is. Turnip's not even a real thing, but he's like a vegetable mixed he's with a like turnip. a turnip. Shut up. <laughs> he's like a veg, vegetable. What vegetable? Word. Vegetable mixed with like a turnip. Let's say a turnip mixed with like a rabbit or something. And there's multiple of him, and they make these things called sea biscuits, and they're just there. That sounds delicious. All they do is make sea biscuits, and like they'll help. They're more helpful than Quasi. I'll just say that. Hmm. So moving along from the Octonauts, is a pretty, <laughs> now I'm not trying to rush this or anything, but like I want to get to some other <laughs> other shows too, you know, because there's multiple shows. 
So, and what other shows would you say, like, relating, that yeah. help you understand the animal world better? Um, I like uh, just documentaries on, like, Netflix, like the BBC ones, the mainly the ones voiced by David Attenborough. Hmm. Is that the British dude? Yeah. That's, I had a feeling. This is a British guy that you'll hear in, like, every nature documentary. Sounds like a little old British man. Because <laughs> he really is. nice voice. <laughs> But no, for real though, those documentaries are cool. I hate it when the animals die though. <laughs> one time, I was watching one with mom and she was like, it was like a woodpecker, a family of woodpeckers getting attacked by like a snake and the snake ended up eating them and she, I think she called the snake like an asshole or something. <laughs> Excuse her language, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, uh, I haven't heard that before from Hannah. Oh, yeah, you have? Bruh. <laughs> Alrighty then, I guess I did. But, uh, moving along, y'all didn't hear that. But, uh, I'd say for me, some of my favorite shows <laughs> were, uh, I gotta put Zabuma Fruit on I was on just there. gonna say Zabuma Fruit. Alright, well, That's... you can describe Zabuma Fruit. Okay, Fubu. so there's these two brothers, Chris and I, Martin, right? Yeah. Martin, and they're the Crap Brothers. They have their own show, by the way, but, like, we're talking about Zabumafu. Mm -hmm. And so, these dudes, they came across this place called Animal... What is it called? Like, <laughs> we both forgot. Creature. Creature. I was going to say Creature Report. That's from the Octonaut. No, that's Octonaut. Um, it's, uh... I want to say Animal Junction, but... I, I think it is Animal if Junction. It is, if it's not, I'm sorry, but... Oh, my God. Piggy's doing a little squeal again. But continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. So... They find that place, Animal Junction or whatever, and they see a little lemur leaping around. <laughs> I hate this. They see a, see a little lemur leaping around, and they feed him, and when they feed him, he starts to talk, and they named him Zabumafu. Yeah, and with, the, with that show, it goes through... That's basically the intro of the show, so they sing the theme song, which is a banger, by the way. It also just gives exposition as to how they got Zabumafu and how they yeah. got there. It kind of tells you the story of Zabumafu in the theme song. But whenever they do, they well, Chris and Martin get into their to the Animal Junction building, and they're looking out for Zaz Zabu. Zazu. Don't they call him Zabu? Zabu or Zazu? So I'm thinking of I said the freaking. Is, isn't the that like the bird from Lion, from Lion King, King? For Zabu, my bad, y'all. But they're looking for Zabu, and he's always there chilling, jumping, and then they feed him, like, different kinds of fruits. Like garbanzo beans. Yeah, beans <laughs> and vegetables, beans. yeah. And from that, you kind of get to learn, in a way, like, if you think about it, what lemurs eat, or at least the ringtail lemurs, the white and black. The ringtail, aren't they the ones like no, King no, no. Julian from, like, Madagascar? Yeah, like that, either the ringtail or uh, white and black. Yeah, rough say, lemurs like, or something like that. Lemurs, right? Something like that. I don't know. I haven't watched Animal Planet in a long time. But it's something like that. And after he eats or whatever, he comes to life. And that happens every episode. And the next thing that happens is usually a new animal will wander into Animal Junction. So, like, for example, in a couple of, or in like one or two episodes, they've had like a lion cub go in there. And they'll do an episode dedicated to cats. Or they'll have dogs go in and they'll do an episode dedicated to canines. So they'll have wolves and dogs. This is a really good show and that one helped me out with animals a lot. Like learning about them and their different characteristics. Yeah, and there's also like a claymation part of it. Where oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, um, I don't know, like he, <laughs> sorry, Zabumafu. Like, he has this place, he's always talking about this place he's from called Zabu Land. Yep. Right? That's what it's called? Yep. And so, he goes into, like, these claymation flashbacks of, like, his time in Zabu Land. Not, like, the weird, like, animals, I guess you can call them, that he was friends with. I don't yep. know what, what was his name? Google? Gorble? Something like Google. that. He's like a purple... He's a thing. He's like a purple thing. Yeah. He almost looks like a bear with no fur. Like, wasn't there one with, like, a trunk that was green? Yeah, I think so. I don't know The only know normal color, one was Zabumafu and, like, that little green dog. I mean, dogs can't be yeah. green, but, like, he was normal looking. Yeah, for the claymation, he was normal. <laughs> yeah. 
so that that one was another one and i mean I, for me personally i can't leave leave this episode we're not done yet but i can't forget this man in this episode and you got to have steve Irwin in here dude like for me waking up early in the morning and watching animal planet and watching the crocodile hunter was like the best for me i would watch jack hannah yeah, Jack Hanna too. Yeah. But I I would really only watch Jack Hanna whenever I was at my grandma and grandpa's house. Yeah, we would house. watch it with Aunt Lydia. Yeah, yeah, or at my aunt's house too. But uh, for me, like, just random. My bad, yo. We're seeing. Rats. We'll get to, yeah, we're, like I said, we're outside and rats just crossed the wire here. And we'll get to that later. But uh, like I said, for me at my house, whenever I was little, waking up and watching, uh, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, just do like the craziest stuff you've ever seen. Like, just be like, oh, look, there's a snake. I'm going to pick it up and just picks up a freaking king cobra or a rattlesnake. And then he'll go wrestle an alligator. Like, bruh, RIP to the crocodile hunter, man. So awesome. I really should watch that new show, too, that his kids are doing called, uh, I think it's called Crikey. It's the Irwins. And uh, I know his son does a lot of the same things that he does. But, uh, yeah. So, you want to talk about Jack Hanna? Um, I don't really remember Jack Hanna. <laughs> I remember watching him in, like, this specific episode where he, like, had a boa constrictor mm-hmm. or something. But I remember he was, like, a really old guy. And he would, <laughs> he would just, like, one part of the show was, like, he would bring kids in to, like, the treehouse thing he was in or, like, that little house thing. Yeah. And they would, like, he would show them, like, the animal and, like, how to handle them and tell them, like, not to go near them in the uh, in the actual, like, wild, I guess. Yeah. Because so not could. do a Steve Irwin. Yeah, don't do a Steve Irwin. And that's what they did in Zabumafu, right? They would always tell you, like, uh, don't actually mess. The only place you can be this close to a wild animal is like animal, ja- animal junction. What? Animal junction. Animal junction. <laughs> I hate this. But yeah, man. Uh, Steve Irwin, it was like... He told you the same thing. But he would go and do the thing he told you not to do. Just to show you how stupid it would be if he did it, basically. Like I said, R.I.P. to the crocodile hunter. So moving along, we see animals every day, right? Yeah. No matter what We live with them. We see them outside. So what would you say would be the craziest experience with an animal that you've had? Even if it's not crazy, it could just be like, oh, you pet this one day. Um, but if you yeah. had to say the craziest th- or craziest things that have happened with animals, whether it be at your ha- at the house, yeah. the zoo, where The craziest thing, is it kind of funny, is the time, remember, when we were little and I, like, screamed at a rat to get away from <laughs> You can tell the story. Okay, I'll tell the story. Um, so when we were little... We were in my grandma and grandpa's room, and we were drinking, like, Big Red and eating chips. And they were, we were sitting on the floor, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then they, we David saw a rat, and, like, he jumped up. And yep. he, he jumped on the bed and, like, stood in the corner because he didn't want to go near it. And he was, like, freaking out. He was, like, so afraid. So I got up, I started screaming at the rat to go she, away. She had a pillow in her hand screaming at this rat meowing like a cat yeah too. i was meowing like a cat too because you know like a uh, cat cat rat you know they don't like each other yeah I, I remember that yeah and what's funny is that the mouse left after she started doing that so i was like what yeah it worked but yeah uh, that was pretty crazy and cool oh one time um Another time, because there's a lot of rats growing up in my grandparents' house. There still is. Yeah. We'll, get today. well, they're outside now. They're not inside. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> but when I was little, there was a bag of chips on the ground, and a rat walked over the chips. And we called for my grandpa to come in the room, because I was like, you know, a rat. I saw a rat in the room, and he, I told him a rat walked on these chips. So he picks up the chips and puts them in his mouth. And he's like, no, they're perfectly good chips. Why'd you drop them on the floor? Our grandpa's crazy, He's dude. insane. This is the same man who, when I was little, he would keep me up until like 4 a.m. just to help him make peanut butter traps for the rats. Yeah, I wasn't here during those times. You were well, afraid. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to come. But uh, I think for me, my craziest, or coolest, you could also say your coolest next yeah. if you want, 
But for my coolest uh, time with animals was the time I went by myself with Aunt Lydia to the zoo. And, oh, my God, that was, like, the best day ever, honestly. Like, we got there, and we walked to the... So, in the San Antonio Zoo, there's an area where you can, like... Uh, there's, like, little kid activities, you know? And I was a little kid during this time. So, they had, like, a little magnetic fishing spot. They had a... Just, like, different things. I think it's next to, like, the groundhog exhibit. And I went there, and this lady was holding this creature... <laughs> creature what I'll, I'll tell you and i looked and lo and behold it was a big old white rat and <laughs> i don't know how i did this knowing my fear of them but she asked if we wanted to pet the rat like on the back or anywhere we wanted literally anyway and i was like yeah i'll do it and, and you, like, you were the most afraid of rats when you were little. That's surprising. Yeah, and I went, and I pet him, and it's so weird petting a rat. Like, their fur, it feels, like, really hard, I guess. Like, it's not, like, soft at all. At least to me, whenever I pet that one. Like, it felt really hard and rough. But then I pet the tail of the rat, and that part felt really, really soft. So it was weird. Like, I've, I would have thought it would have been the opposite. That's weird because I've, like, petted rats before, and they're usually soft. Yeah, that rat was not soft. Yeah, they're, like, kind of... I've seen, like, fluffy... There's this type of rat called the Rex rat, and you should look them up if you're not afraid of rats. But they're, like, really fluffy, and they have, like... Sometimes some of them have curly, fluffy hair, and they're really cute. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like I said, I did that, but it don't stop there. So, <laughs> then... We went and looked at the Africa Live exhibit because that had like just came out like a year or two maybe before we had went. Or actually probably less, so like a year or a few months before we had went. So we went and checked out the Africa Live exhibit at the San Antonio Zoo and we went and saw the hippos. And they were like just chilling and then as soon as me and my Aunt Lydia got in there, one of them stood up and just opened its mouth. Like, I don't know, it was like the coolest thing to me. Being little and just seeing a hippo open its mouth like as wide as it could. And then we walked to the, to one of the alligator Oh, is exhibits. this the duck story? Yeah. And me and my and Lydia didn't know they were going to have like a, I guess you'd call it an alligator showcase. <laughs> and they were over there uh, showing you how the alligators work or whatever. And they were feeding the alligators. And what they have at that section of the zoo... Is a like little metal bars at the bottom so the water can uh, go through each exhibit because they have like different alligators right there in like small enclosures. And while they were feeding the alligators like chicken or whatever, some baby ducklings got into the into the alligator <laughs> enclosure like through those metal bars and there was like maybe three or four of them. And while the feeder was uh, feeding the alligators, the one of the alligators turned and looked at the baby ducks. And I got so freaked out because I didn't want to see a baby duck die. And, like, the, the feeders, you know, started getting the alligators away or whatever. It was pretty cool. No baby ducks were harmed. Did they get them out the cage? Yeah, I think so. That's good. And then the last thing that happened that was awesome was that me and my aunt went to the uh, to the lions and tigers area at the zoo. And, it, oh my God, it was like one of the best things I've ever heard. The lions and tigers started roaring at the same time. Like as soon as we got to that spot. Like we didn't hear nothing at all and then we got there and then just... Like, I don't know if that sounded good or not, but... Yeah, they just started out of nowhere, just roaring. I like, don't think I've ever seen, like, the tiger active. I've just seen him looking depressed in the cage. Yeah, they, no, I feel like I've seen him a couple of times, like... Uh, no, I've never seen, like, the big cats at the zoo, like, really happy. They all look, like, depressed. I think so, now the lions are happier because they have... Now they have a glass uh, cage, like, now it's, like, level with where you can see them and they can see you. Which I really like. Now. I, and you can play like, tug of war with them. Oh too. dang, that's cool. 
I didn't know that, but the one that I liked that would kind of be more active and then looked as depressed was the jaguar. Heck no, they would always be the most depressed at the zoo. Well, for me, it was the opposite. They would always be the most aggressive. No. They would, like, be scratching and stuff. They're actually adding a new piece of land for the jaguar. Dang. So now, instead of... I'm sorry, we're talking about the zoo in case anybody... No, because here... we haven't been there in a long time. Yeah, it's been, like, two or three years. But now what they're doing is... They're adding a piece on top, so the jaguars are going to be able to cross, like, into another exhibit. Oh, dang, that's cool. Like a bridge type thing? Yeah. It, it looks pretty cool. They posted it on Facebook, and I saw it, and I was like, dang. You know who I've been wanting to see? What? The tapir. Yeah, the taper. Go look up the San Antonio Zoo's Instagram page. It's really cool. There's this one video. Timothy the hippo is the goat there, by the way. But the yeah, one continue. video of the taper. Like, you have to scroll down a bit. But there's this video of the taper just going in circles with the song, uh, uh, what's it Spin called? Spin Me Right Round. Yeah, that one by Dead or Alive. It's like the best video they have. Yeah, and he's just going, he's just vibing He to looks that so song. happy. Like, he's probably the happiest animal at, the, he's probably the happiest animal at the zoo. He's just going in circles in the water. The only other lively animals I really see are like the butterflies. Yeah, true. Them and the goats, because yeah. they get interaction with Yeah, people. the goats and, like, the pigs and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, let's get to a new question. <laughs> We're going on the zoo tangent. Actually, no. <laughs> My bad, but off off the zoo topic. This is not as cool as that, but the scariest and craziest encounter I've had was me, my dad, and I don't know if my sister was there. But we had went to, I think it was just me and my dad, but we went to Southside Lions at like four or six in the morning. And we had went to Taco Cabana, I think, and we bought ourselves some food so that we could eat it there and wait for them to stock the catfish, I think it was. The, either the catfish or the trout, I don't remember. But they were stocking one of those in the lake. And we got there early and I started setting up. And while my dad was doing the, the fishing rods and setting those up, I sit down, you know, because I'm not good at that. And, or now I am, but whenever this happened, you know, I wasn't. But uh, anyways, I set, I set up my chair and I sat down with the box of tacos. And I shined my light, my headlight on the floor, and a freaking rat frasked right by my feet. I believe that was the fastest I have ever ran in my entire life seeing that. Because I just shined it, and I saw the eyes look at me, and they just whoosh, dart across. It was like, oh my god. I remember just getting up, running all the way back. Like, I ran, I don't even know how far. I think I was there, because I think I remember you, like, like, to, like getting freaked out or something. Yeah, I didn't sit down Either for a that, while. Either that, or you told me as soon as you came home, you were like, oh. God, I saw a rat. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that was like really scary and freaky to me, dude. Like, ugh. Yeah, but I have a story. Go for it. Yeah, so, it's a, well, it was scary to me at the time, but we were at Guadalupe State Park, mm -hmm. which is a very cool place. And, oh. me, <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is now. Yeah, you know now, right? Yeah. So, me and my aunt went on. So oh my god. So me and my aunt went on like a walk through like the trails and stuff where it's like the grass and all that and like it's like oh what take a look out for wildlife make sure you don't run into any like creatures or like coyotes and stuff. I don't know. And so we were walking and I saw this little baby armadillo and I was like oh my god this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. And my aunt was like be careful you don't know if the mother's there. <laughs> if there's like any creature that wants to eat the baby and I was yeah. like shush and so <laughs> just shush I was like I'm gonna do it no matter what she says so I got closer and what do you know a, I see I hear rustling in the bushes near the little armadillo baby and I, you see the mother just peek its snout out <laughs> and she walks out she looks at me and she goes she like Scratches their little claws on the ground. Yeah, like a little bull or like something. Like a little tiny bull, yeah. And then she will, like she started running after me, and I was so freaked out because I didn't <laughs> know they could run. Bruh. I didn't know they could run. She thought they were going to Sonic. I know. I thought they were going to like do that little Sonic like ball thing, like the, the hedgehogs, right? <laughs> yeah, that, I'd be pretty nervous, too. 
Just that seeing, uh, and like I think when I was little I used to call them armadillos. Yeah, armadillos. <laughs> yeah. Next topic, because <laughs> we've been on that one for far too long. I didn't think it was going to take that long, honestly, for that one. But uh, earlier we talked about our favorite animals. So now I want to get into least favorite animals. Uh. I'm going to start because I feel like everyone knows mine. And uh, I want you to pick, uh, I think I have it here. Let me see if I was smart enough to write it down. No, not yet. But I will combine two of these. So I had another question that said if you could get rid of three animals without any consequences to the environment, what would it be? So I'm going to combine those two questions. So for me, it would be the rat. Uh, as y'all know, I hate rats with a the passion. They disgust me. I hate their tails. I hate their face. They rob you of your food. They're just overall a disgusting, gross creature. That your favorite point to bring up is they caused the plague. Yeah, they also caused the bubonic plague. Or they helped cause, help cause the bubonic plague. I mean, plague it was really the By fleas. carrying the fleas. So technically, they were the, the transport of that. So rats, definitely. I guess technically this is another animal that... Uh, yeah, I guess technically it's another animal, but mice. Because rats and mice are different. They're different, but like they They're different, the but the same. Yeah. So, I would have to get rid of mice, because they're basically the same thing, just smaller, which I hate as well. Very disgusting. And my last animal is the most annoying animal in all of the world, and it's not my dog, Sparky. It is the I thought you were going to say the chihuahua, I'm so no. sorry. It is the mosquito. Oh my god. And they cause deaths too, like. There's nothing good about what they do. They're, I don't even know they're why beneficial. they're here. To my, yeah, to my knowledge, they are not beneficial. Yeah. They could be, and I just don't know, but they, no, yesterday, oh my God, I was watching the, the Canelo fight, and I'll probably do a podcast on that uh, next week, and I'll get to why next week later, but um, yeah, I was watching the Canelo fight, and I came out, and I got bit by about 20 of them, and they're horrible. Honorable mention would be the fly, but at least a fly doesn't bite you. No, so, they don't. They're just weird. Yeah. What would be your three that you um, would take out? So number one for sure would be the wasp. The um, wasp. So they don't contribute anything. They're not pollinators what? or anything. They like to be rude for no reason. Actually, they do have a reason. But well, they don't have any reason. They're just nu ne ne uh, nuisances. Uh. That's yeah. how you say it. Um, nuisances. They're horrible. They're stinky. They're imitation bees. Bruh. Imitation like bees. I don't right. like them. Number two. Um, number two. Let me think because there's a lot of animals I um I would like to have a word with. Um, <laughs> the next one would be the the great the great white shark. Bruh, why? They upset me greatly. I'm afraid of them. You know that they're, like, really far out in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, but I'm still scared of them. Bruh. And number three. Number three, let me think. Um, I mean, I would like to be friends with the most animals. I you had to. to pick one more. If I had to pick one more, to like, snap out of existence. Um, uh, Alright, hold on. Before she gets to that, a bird just took a dump <laughs> on my notepad... Literally, Red Dookie has fallen onto my notes, which is where I'm getting these questions from. I'm, I'm currently sitting under a tree asking my sister these questions, and a freaking bird took a, a massive turd on my notepad. Horrible. So I'm probably going to have to take this page out. So anyways, continue. Um. Going on the theme of, like, I'm afraid of the water, I would say water snakes. Water snakes, okay. So just because you're afraid of the water? Yeah, so it's much more, much more like, I love snakes, but as soon as you throw them in the water and say, here's some, like, breathable water lungs, and here's a pair of fangs, go get, go get people. I don't want, I don't like them anymore. I mean, I don't think that's their initiative. I think that is, actually. Oh. Any th type of sea creature that's not like a seahorse, 
That's not a seahorse. Or like, uh, yeah, not a seahorse or a starfish. They're out Bruh. to get you. I mean, I don't think so, personally. Yeah, because dolphins look all cute, but they're like rapists, if you really look into it. <laughs> they're rapists. Elaborate on that. Okay, so they also like you bully pufferfish to get high, if you didn't know. You can I, watch right. the videos. So if you look up dolphin and pufferfish, you'll see how they get high on them. And it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, I, I remember seeing it for the first time and I was dying laughing. Like, they abuse the pufferfish and it's so hilarious, man. <laughs> this is so mean. I'm so, And this is coming from the person who killed a pufferfish By once. I, okay, so I did it on accident. So I caught the puffer fish, you know, and I wanted to grab him and take him off the hook so that way I could throw him back, right? Get a quick picture, throw him back. But my mom and dad were like, no, you can't touch it, it's poisonous. I don't think it would have hurt me. But they were like, no, it's poisonous. And then my brother wanted to take pictures of him too. And he took like one video, I think, and then messed up. So then he took another one. And then he finally got it. And then after that, I think I took a picture. I could be wrong on that one. Though. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I took a picture. And then my dad took forever getting the pliers. And when he finally did, he like just yeeted the puffer fish out into the ocean. Yeah, but let me tell you. <laughs> Alright, go for it. Yeah. I, well, first of all, I was like, I hope it's not dead. Yeah, I have. I had the video of this. And it was like the, hilarious, the most funniest thing in the world to me at the moment. Like for the whole summer, it made me laugh every time I saw it. But, um, so like in the video, you just see like this puffer fish body floating on top of the water, obviously dead. And I don't you think can hear he my was. see, literally in the background, I was just about to say that you can hear David saying, I don't think he's dead. I hope I didn't kill him. <laughs> What song was playing oh, at that time? Oh, and the song that was playing, ironically enough, was Piano Man by Billy Joel. I think as soon as I said, I don't think he's dead. The piano and the harmonica started playing. I was like, bruh. But yeah, I don't think he's dead. Still. I think he, he was obviously dead. He was like floating on top of the water. Like, he, he didn't look alive. I will say he was deflated a little bit. He but was probably dead, I'm just going to say it. He might have been, might have not been. Yeah, that's just you feeling guilty and wanting to say he didn't die. And that mystery will remain unsolved. On that note, we need to do a cryptid podcast. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. If y'all want to see that, let me know. But um, next question, and I think this will probably be our last question here. So... If you could take off one to two species from the endangered list, like they were in full population again, yeah. what would they be? Um, let me think. Wait, can I say an animal that's like already extinct that I can bring back? Um, can I do this? Well, you can, all right, we'll do this then. <laughs> you can pick two extinct animals and then two that are on the endangered list. Okay, so two extinct animals I would bring back would, first of all, we gotta bring back the dodo bird. Oh my god, a useless bird. Yeah, they're useless, but like imagine like owning one, being like, look, I got a dodo bird. Mm -hmm. And so as much as like, oh god. So there's this snake, okay? Mm -hmm. Stay with me. There's a snake in the olden days, and it was called the Titanoboa. Yeah. And it was the biggest snake in the world we're talking as big as the liberty the statue of liberty mm -hmm. and it just roamed around i would i just wanted to talk about it i'm not i don't want to bring it back i just wanted, I, I just wanted to say <laughs> hi to the titanoboa yeah i just wanted to get a quick shout out so let me like there's this one um there's this one elephant it's like a really tiny elephant yeah um and I think we need to bring him back. <laughs> that was my cat, by the way. He she did a little sneeze. Choked. So, yeah, it's a it baby It is elephant. called Palex Oxidon Falsonary. I don't know. 
I don't know how to say that. I'm so Paleo Loxodon falconeri. Yeah, so, or that, something like that. Something like that. But it is the tiniest elephant that ever existed, and it is the size of our pit bull. Bro, imagine just walking into a place and seeing an elephant the size of a pit bull. Yeah. Like, bro, that thing would be a pet now. Yeah, that would. I think we should bring that back. Well, you know we, we can't wait, but if you could okay, you know who i think we should bring back so in the i know you don't believe in it but the theory of like life coming from a fish so oh i think God. we should bring back that fish and tell it to stop what it's doing and not evolve it was called the tea but i mean humans would have already been mm. invented if you since you it growing. was the teak to lick and it okay uh, let me show you him this is what we're supposedly um, evolved from, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what we used to look like. We used to look like uh, this Chad. Bruh. Okay, so, but the thing with that is humans, I said bring them into now, basically. Yeah. So if you're, he's just going to be here roaming around in the water. Yeah, and we're going to make fun of him and be like, hi, you're not a human. Oh, all right. We're going to bully him. Okay. So now, choose before I get to, to... Well, I'll say mine, and then I'll say my other, and that way you can end it off. But uh, for my for my extinct list, I would say the woolly mammoth is an animal that I think should come back. It would be cool to just see a woolly mammoth, honestly. It would be pretty nice. In nature. like just to Just to see what they actually look like. In case people, like, maybe they had, I know they probably had long hair, which would make sense due to the climate that they lived in. But who knows, maybe they had short hair and just were, like, really fat because, you know, fat keeps you warm. So you never know. But uh, the woolly mammoth, for sure. And another one, just so I could say Bigfoot is real, is Gigantopithecus. Oh, my God. Don't get back on the Gigantopithecus. (laughs) So the live-action Jungle Book. Uh, King Louis is actually a Gigantopithecus rather yeah. than a, a orangutan. An orangutan. So, Those are actually endangered, by the way. I know. But a uh, Gigantopithecus would be cool for that creature to come back. Just so I could be like, huh, Bigfoot's real. Because those things are like 8 to 10 feet tall or bigger than that. Yeah. So, yeah. I've heard they really can cool. be like 12 feet tall. Either. Yeah, they can be that big, too. Yeah. Let me think, what other animal would I bring back? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna say one more animal, I guess, and then I'll get to my endangered animals list. Yeah. So I think my last one, just so that there could be another apex predator, would be the saber-toothed tiger. Like that would be amazing. I've heard, like, actually, like what people consider the saber-toothed tiger, are they're not even like genetically or like they're not related to tigers at all. They're just called the saber-toothed tiger. True. I mean, it makes sense, but I mean, it's, it was a cat. So. Yeah, it was a cat. They didn't know. So now we're going to change it to endangered animals, yeah. and I'm going to start off. And we'll do three. Three okay. endangered animals, and they could be fish, insects, whatever. Uh, mammals, reptiles. I'm going to go with my first one being the, the giant panda, I think is what it's called. That's your traditional black and white panda. Yeah. They're really cool looking all they eat is bamboo. I could talk about these guys. They're really cool. And I love them. I don't know. They just have a really cool design. If you look up videos of them falling on YouTube, it's, it's pretty, pretty hilarious. So the the giant panda is on the list. Another one that I would say is on my list would probably be... I think it's endangered is the okapi. Yeah, wait, let me look it up. Real I think quick. it's, yeah, look it up real quick. Yeah, but basically, the okapi is like a hybrid of multiple animals. People considered it like, I think they called it the African unicorn. Yeah, because, they're endangered. Yeah, they're endangered. I think people called them the African unicorn because they were just like recently discovered. And like, people would call you crazy, like, if you thought they were. Rare. I guess they're like ex cryptids, you could say. Like, yeah. People like weren't sure if they were real or not, but now we know. Yeah. We have one at the zoo. Yeah, we have one at the zoo. And basically what they look like is a giraffe, a zebra, and like a, a horse. All in one. And it's really cool. It's a really cool looking animal, honestly. So the okapi, the the giant panda. And for my last one, that's really hard to say, honestly. 
But, uh, maybe the gorilla, I think. The, I think, I forget, like, the exact name of it, but. You mean the, the chimpanzee? No, 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 not the chimpanzee. Because those are, ex- are going extinct. The, the, a gorilla, like, uh, I know, I know that there's an exact name, and I, I know it's not silverback gorilla, because that's just the name of, like, the dominant male. It's called the mountain gorilla. Yeah, the, I was going to say mountain gorilla, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. But the mountain gorilla, I think that should make a comeback. Like, they're really cool animals, like. They have a really unique design, too. <laughs> You're just going based I think on, God, like, design. God made them, like, really nice. So, <laughs> yeah, I really like their design, and I like that they live in, like, little groups, too. Like little families. Yeah, and they just socialize there. So, for you, what would you... The last question, by the way. Yeah. What are your three endangered... Like, if you could take off three endangered species from the endangered list. And don't copy mine, either. No, you I don't want to copy yours. So, the first one would be the Saula. What is that? It's like this, uh, I don't, hold on, let me just like try to describe it based on the picture. It's really weird looking, but it's really cool. Show me whenever you find it. Yeah, because I have the picture, it's just since we're outside. It looks like a deer or elk or gazelle type animal, I guess. It kind of reminds me of the okapi in a way. Yeah. Okay, I kind of see. It's like a, a baby deer in a way. Yeah, they look. They have, like, good, like a, a, deer, a gazelle. Yeah, deer, antelope. Or an antelope, yeah. Hybrid. Yeah, but they're cool. really cool, and I like them. So what is that called again? The saula. Saula. Or what is your number two? Number two would be the Bengal tiger. Oh, yeah, the Bengal tiger. Yeah. That is something that should not go extinct The Bengal all. tiger and the Siberian, like, just tigers in general should, like, yeah. I think at the zoo here in San Antonio, it's not the Bengal tiger, but I think it's called the Sumatran tiger. They actually brought a female Sumatran, or a male Sumatran tiger to the zoo. So hopefully their breeding program with that will work. and It won't bring them to the wild because, I mean, you can't do that once they're bred in captivity. Yeah, because they're, they're not going to know, gonna what, to know what to do. They're not going to survive. So that, that I'm going to get off track, off track, but... For people who say we need to release animals that are in the zoo, we need to release them, no, you can't do that. Because if you do that, they're going to die really fast in the wild. Because they're used to people feeding them and giving them love and Which in a way to me is kind of like upsetting because it's like, well, if they were in the wild, they'll get like poached or something. Yeah. Or they'll get and hunted. The, yeah, like I said, but if they they're in potential. captivity, they'll never be able to experience what it's like in the wild. So it's like a lose-lose situation. Yeah. But anyways, my bad for doing that little baby rant right there. But uh, what is your number? So you have the Siola or Saula? Saula. Saula, the Bengal tiger. And the black rhinoceros would be black my rhinoceros. third one. I thought they were already extinct. No, they're not extinct yet. Well, they're, don't we have one like at the zoo? Critic- I think we do. Either that or we, I the don't The white know. rhino? Yeah, like, either we have a black one or a white one. I'm not, I'm not sure, but like, I... For a while, I thought they were, like, gone, too, but apparently they're just, like, critically endangered. That's crazy. And the only reason that I know they're, that rhinos are extinct is because of their ivory. Their tusks contain a very... Or their tusks are a very valuable just resource. like walruses and yeah, elephants. Yeah, like walruses, too, and elephants. Elephants are also in, uh, endangered. I forget if it's the Asian... I think it's the Asian the elephant. African elephant. But I think the Asian elephants are going to... I'm, they're either endangered right yeah, now or they're heading to endangered. Yeah, but I think elephants in like general are just like getting hunted a lot. Yeah, and it's mostly for their tusks because they're the ivory that's made out of yeah. it is either like very it's just any expensive. type of animal with like ivory tusks are getting killed. Yeah. So you said the white or the black rhino, the Bengal tiger, and the solo. Yeah. And I said the uh, the giant panda, the gr- mountain gorilla. And the uh, the giant panda. Did you already say that? I said one? giant panda, okay, yeah. the mountain gorilla, and and uh, <laughs> I forgot what I, don't I said. Remember now. what you said? The <laughs> what did you? The mountain gorilla, right? I said mountain gorilla. Okay, I'm already mountain forgetting. Mountain gorilla, giant panda. I don't know what you said. And did I even say another? One? Yeah, you did, but we forgot. I don't know. People here will know. Yeah. I guess so. Dang, that sucks. I wish I remembered. So I think an honorable mention would be the polar bear, honestly. 
forget polar bears. What they do you kill, mean forget polar uh, we bears? We watched a beluga documentary. Oh, you're still hurt. They killed hurt. a beluga whale. So, so they can go still, extinct. He's still really hurt by that. They can evolve into brown bears like they did years ago. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But for so real bad. though, we do need to save the polar bears and the penguins. The Galapagos penguins. Yeah, the, all the penguins and all the polar bears. Any endangered animal, we need to start helping them out. I don't think the Green New Deal is the solution, personally. I don't want to get into politics here, but, yeah. But I also think, I've also heard that scientists want to, like, genetically use, like, DNA. They find them bones and fossils to bring back certain animals. And, like, they want to bring back, like, dodo birds and mammoths and stuff. I like that, but I don't at the same time. Because yeah. I feel like, to me, there's a reason that they're extinct. Like, that's, that's just my belief. In yeah. I, also, I grew up watching a little movie called Jurassic Park, and I'm kind of scared. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying I'm to be scared. outside and just see a T-Rex out of nowhere. Yeah, man. I really... I hope, but if they were to bring back anything, like I said, you know, bring back that tiny elephant. Oh, I said the Okapi. The Okapi, yeah. I thought about it. You know? Yeah. And now I remember. Oh, yeah. Those are our animals. So, I think that's going to end it for today's podcast. And we'll probably have my sister on again. Hopefully, we'll talk about some other stuff. Or maybe even animals again. Who knows? But I would like to thank you for being on the podcast. Do you want to plug any of your socials or say anything else before I end it? Uh, No, I want to remain anonymous. True. Well, do you want to say anything about animals? Like, plug in any places to donate or something like that? I mean... I think people should volunteer more, and if they see, like, an animal in trouble that they can help, like, they should help them. Okay. So, that'll conclude it for this podcast. I'd like to thank my sister for being on it, and I appreciate it if y'all made it this far. I really enjoyed making this podcast tonight. So, follow me on Instagram at MrBeluga91. Follow me on YouTube at MrBeluga91. Subscribe, like, share, do all of that. Uh, I believe there's a follow button on Spotify if you want to follow me here on Spotify as well. And that is about it. So, I appreciate y'all for listening if you made it this far. And thank y'all for tuning in. This is Mr. Beluga, a.k.a. David, signing out.